Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekulder, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you until the top of the hour. Joining us for today's show, we've got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. And you can reach Chuck. Does a great job on closings at 499-6360. Also, uh, you can hear him in the background there making his way. We don't know where. Is uh, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial at 645-0736. My son, Greg, has the morning off. He's already at work doing some other stuff. And you can reach me because we're constantly looking for uh, homes to list and sell because we sell the ones we've got at uh, 376-5483. Or I, now if you can go to 376-5483.com on your iPhone or computer or Droid, and that'll take you to our one of our pages on our We Sell Louisville site. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but hey. There you go. All right. Economist, Randy, you may want to jump in on this. Job growth may fuel higher mortgage rates. Be leery of this. Any buyers who are thinking down the road that they're going to purchase a home in the next couple of months or next year, mortgage rates remain below 3% for the eighth consecutive week. But economists believe job growth will determine how much longer they're likely to stay low. The 30-year fixed-rate mortgage average 2.87% this past couple of weeks, and but a job growth could see interest rates climb next year, even though the Fed said they're not going to raise short-term interest rates until 2023. But you know what, Bob? We've been saying this for two to three years. Yeah. You know, the rates are going to go up, and they haven't. So, uh, But I feel like it's going to finally happen. All right. Yeah, I think we may see it. That's why buyers, if you're on the fence, might be time to talk to a realtor. Uh, we've got 10 realtors uh, waiting to help you from my team. And if you want to list, we can help you as well. Let's go to the um, email. So uh, mind you, we're doing these shows COVID style because it looks like we're going to be for some time to come, uh, which means we're recording them on Zoom. So if it's choppy, you understand why it's not us, it's Zoom. And then we're uploading them to YouTube and you can see a rebroadcast of the uh, show, a rebroadcast by going to LouisvilleAnswers.com. So if you send me an email, bob at com, put radio question in the subject line, put the question itself in the body. We will get them on the air like this one from Sarah. Chuck, Sarah's mother just passed away, leaving the house worth approximately $100,000 in Sarah and her sister Susie's name. Mind you, have changed the names to protect both these folks. And uh, this is a, a, an actual problem that I think, Chuck, you even had a part of in advising on this, Susie wants to buy the house from Sarah. There's a $50,000 mortgage that remains. And both Sarah and Susie are trying to figure out how to buy the house. How much should Sarah get from Susie if Susie buys the house or if she applies for a loan? Sister wants to buy out the other sister. It's whatever they agree um, you know, uh, less the, the mortgage. So if it's a hundred thousand dollar house, there's a $50,000 mortgage that she would be paying off. Well, that sounds like, uh, her share of the money. Uh, so, uh, split down the even. It's not an uncommon scenario where one kid wants to buy out the other. They just have to figure out what they believe the property is worth. Um, I know, 
know that with the courts, if uh, you can't agree as to what it's worth, well, do an appraisal, do two appraisals, you know, take the average of, of both. Yeah. And that was my suggestion is to have an appraisal done. Now, what I would suggest is go to somebody who's independent, but you both agree upon both Susie yeah. and Sarah. And you if don't, you can't really yeah. agree, get two of them and do a, you know, an average. Cost of an appraisal these days about four hundred bucks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, four four fifty. Yep. And then Randy, as long as they they've got an appraisal, but you as a mortgage company over at uh -huh. Swan, you would have your own appraisal that would basically verify the price that they've both both agreed to. That is correct. It's a third party appraisal system. They did that after the 2008. You know what happened with the country on. Yeah. on uh, financing in 2008. So yes, it is a third-party appraisal company. So there would be a second appraisal in that situation. And let's yeah. say it's what with the appraisal that we did if they actually were financing property. Yeah, that went into effect actually 2012 after that debacle. But yeah, no, right. I, I completely yeah. get it. You're, you're absolutely right. So there, that hopefully, Sarah and Susie, that helps you. The Listen, the, the number one thing I would think that we would want to put forward, I think this would be uh, to everybody's benefit, is that both you, Sarah, and Susie remain uh, friends so that you're not at odds. I know when my um, mom and dad passed away uh, a number of years ago, they left us with the house for myself, my brother, and my sister, and we they we know because my dad wrote a letter that uh, among all among everything he said to uh, please always remain friends and i think i carry that forward to everyone is just you know money can get in the way of a lot of things and it's not the end all be all and probably the best thing is uh, blood is uh, much thicker than water or money so just remember that judge potter uh judge potter here in Jefferson County used to say a similar thing. Oh. Uh, whenever, whenever you'd have uh, kids fighting on an issue, he'd always say, "Look, you got to see each other at Thanksgiving and Christmas, yeah. so keep it nice." Uh, but in this case, usually, you know, brothers sisters, they just uh, figure out what's the property worth, take off the debt, split the difference. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Figuring out what the pro the property is worth is item job number one. Yeah. If you want to see what the sellers are saying about us, go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com or go to LouisvilleZillow.com. Back to these emails. This one's for Randy. And Anthony is writing in. He's asking about mortgage companies in general. He's about to buy a new home. He's sold his own home, old home. And the buyer of his new home is now waiting for his banks or bank to approve his loan. This is the second delay by the buyer's bank. Is this normal? And is there anything that uh, Anthony can do, Randy, in your mind? Uh, that's not normal. Uh, usually, in most scenarios, you can get you know approval within a couple hours. So uh, that's surprising. That means they're a either the the person doing the loan is is just not up to speed on. Uh, this person for because they're too busy or they don't understand uh, the type of loan they're doing or they don't just don't understand the business which is a lot of new people getting in the business right now they really are and and bob you've uh, had several situations where that's been a challenge yeah. you know yeah. with, with the loan officer uh so no i that, that's not normal law so what i would do is suggest that uh the buyer of the property go to another company and 
and, and get an approval because because sincerely it should if they have all, all the proper documentation it should be no more than two hours chuck on yeah. a little side note on that if you're going to make a change of mortgage companies as a buyer uh the suggestion is always you need to have some sort of addendum that lets the buyer and the seller agree that that's going to happen. Am I on track with that? Yeah, that would be a good idea since uh, that can affect the seller. And of course, your contract indicates that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. Okay. But uh, everything is, especially in this day and age where, you know, a person will accept a contract based upon a person's already being qualified. And if all of a sudden you're going to a different place, that would suggest maybe a lack of qualification. And it could be that it may be the loan officer who didn't do their due diligence getting the information right. up front, or it could be the buyer that is dragging their feet. I think we've all seen that where they've dragged yep. their feet yep. getting information to the, the lender, which causes a slowdown or delay. All right, back to more questions. This is coming in for you, Chuck. Mark and his wife, Shelly, sent us an email about a problem they're having with their neighbor. In short, and this uh, is uh, of interest, they can't stand their next door neighbor. And they're worried that uh, when they put their home on the market, the neighbor's going to try to sabotage the sale somehow. Do they have any legal options in your mind? Well, first off, you don't have any legal options till something happens. Being afraid that somebody's going to do something doesn't really give you a cause of action at all. Now, if they come over and they lie about stuff uh, or they say, you know, horrible things have happened that are untrue, well, clearly there's options about that, but it has to be after the fact. There's no preemptive, hey, we're going to do something to you um, if you do this thing that we're afraid you might do. The judge won't even consider that. Yeah, you always, I love, we quote Chuck on a regular basis, folks, because he's got some words of wisdom, notwithstanding uh, radiator nachos. No, he is. Yeah, yeah. But he does I, recommend. I, yeah. it's, it's, he's very, he does a very good job with the, that scenario. Yeah. No, no. So <laughs> he suggests you take over a cake and try to mend. Yeah. Apple pie diplomacy. Um, just go on over there and be nice. Take a pie, sit down, hash out your problems. Um, but, uh, you know, does that always work? Eh, probably not. But uh, I think, didn't we have an issue here a year or so ago uh, where the neighbors were uh, putting up signs or something yeah. completely on their property? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, completely legal, just nothing you can do about it. But, and that is a, a problem, unless you're living in a home an area where there's a homeowner association that would prevent yeah, that putting up signs. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know, clearly if somebody comes over, you know, sees that uh, you're looking at the property and then says, yeah, Bob, he's got nuclear waste buried in that backyard. Yeah. Um, well then that's, there's actually an actionable cause for slander of title uh, where, you know, you say, Hey, they don't own it or, you know, there's different ways to go about that. Uh, intentional interference with a business transaction. Things you can do, but you can't do it ahead of time. Okay. You, so you it have has to, to have happened. happened. Yep. I'm yeah. with you. All right. Uh, well, let's get one more question before the break. Uh, this is for Randy. Evelyn uh, apparently was listening to us at the beginning of the show because we were talking about interest rates 
And Evelyn sent us an email just now asking, what is the latest on interest rates, Randy? Uh, last number 2473. Uh, you're looking at an APR rate somewhere around 2.75% right now. All right, let's let's take a break. And when we come back, seven unusual tricks for your cleanest floors ever. This has got my interest. I'm on a cleaning spree these days. Uh, with us, Brandy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Also, Chuck Crosby of the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. I'm Bob Sekoler. You can reach me anytime. If you want to get your home on the market, we'd love to help you. You can reach me at 376 5483. And my son Greg, I think, has got the morning off, as a matter of fact. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information, other restrictions may apply. Shopping for a home? The place to start is Remax Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at Remax Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm constantly asked by news sources how to best navigate today's real estate market. I call the brightest agents in the business to get their input. Hi, Bob. What's going on in Louisville? Hi, Barbara. The Louisville real estate market is hotter than we've ever seen it. I'm so happy to hear that. With our exclusive marketing plan, we can get sellers top dollar right now. Get the best advice from my friend, Bob Sekoler. Go to WeSellLouisville.com. Be safe and smart. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show with us. We've got Randy Rocky from Swan Financial at 6450736. Also with us, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. And you can reach Chuck and his group at 499-6360. By the way, they say Chuck, and I know this for a fact, not only does he do closings, but he does wills. What are some of the other things that... Uh, you do so well, Chuck, that uh, other than evictions. We'll do pretty much anything that deals with dirt, um, anything with real estate. And like I always say, if I don't do it, I know who does. Who does. All right. All right. Let's get back to uh, some of the emails that uh, have come in in a moment. First, seven unusual tricks 
for your cleanest floors ever. And let's face it, we're going to be spending a lot more time indoors over the next uh, half a year or so uh, with the weather starting to get a bit chilly. There's no air around it, whether you have hardwood or tile or carpet, all the floors got to be cleaned, dirt to pre uh, put uh, outside. So one thing when it comes to now, Chuck, do you have wood floors in your um, in your condo? Yeah. Okay. So I've got a lot of wood. Yeah, floors. we have hardwood floors and rugs. I mean, it's a mix. And Randy, if I'm not mistaken, you've got tile and wood. So, tile, wood, and some carpet. Carpet. Okay. Well, this won't work for carpet, but one suggestion is to use diapers. Cloth diapers are both soft and absorbent. And if you think about it, the primary responsibility depends on it for what they do. These qualities also make them excellent for buffing after a deep clean of your hardwood. So when they're not wrapped around your baby's bottom, save a few of those clean ones and a cloth diaper, and then use them around the house on a end of a mop of some sort to move them around and polish your floors. Something I never knew, uh, especially if we have hardwood floors, like uh, like wrinkles and clothes, dents in your hardwood floor can actually be ironed out with a little steam. Now, I, yeah, I see Chuck's face, and I agree with him. I'm a little skeptical about this one as well, but just apply a wet cloth or damp paper towel over the dent then move the iron on high heat in a circular motion over the area for several minutes. Do not use this fix on floors that are waxed or you'll get a white halo around the area and always test an inconspicuous area first. And by the way, we take no responsibility if this doesn't work properly, but that's one of the suggestions out there. I know. I don't know if I do that. You can try this one at home hiding scratches with tea. Have you ever heard of that? I haven't. Um, yeah, I have not either. No. Uh, on your hardwood floors, um, you can cover it up with a strong brew of tea. Set a black tea bag in a cup and let it steep. Then apply the brew to your scratches using a cotton swab with uh, an extra few swipes. Your floors are dark and uh, then let the stain dry. So I guess it, based on what this is saying, you're using the tea once it brews in a cup. And the darker to match your your floors, you can use it much like a stain and get rid of the scratches. I'm just telling you, don't, don't kill the messenger. Yeah. Also, yeah, uh, erase scuffs with a tennis ball. I've heard that. They do this in commercial buildings. You, you get black scuffs on the floor. You can get rid of it with a tennis ball. Squeegee pet hair from carpets. I've tried it. That works. Uh, this one I saw because I have grout that has got some discoloration using shoe polish a white liquid shoe polish put it on the grout let it dry overnight and then scrape off it, the tiles the next day and you'd be shocked at how much better those grout lines look anyway that may be of uh, some interest for you i always kind of looking for some of usual obscure things all right so let's go back to our questions via email by the way if you uh want to um, send us an email of bob at we sell as we do our COVID shows also if you want to see what sellers are saying about us go to louisville sellers talk.com if you want to be on our real estate news uh, email that we send out on a regular basis go to louisville real estate news.com that's part of our facebook page all right 
This is for Chuck and Samuel is having problems sleeping at night because his wife, Samantha, is apparently writing that uh, her husband worries about everything. And they both listen to our show and have heard about the problems when buyers want to sue a seller over small things. So Samantha is asking, can Samuel be sued even if he's answered everything, every single question on the disclosure to the best of his knowledge? And how can her husband get a better night's sleep after he sells his home? What can you do to help assure Samuel and Samantha? Uh, some sort of sleeping pill. Uh, as I've always said, <clears throat> you can sue anybody for anything. Whether or not you win is the real issue. Um, is he likely to get sued? There's not a whole lot of that going on, relatively speaking. Uh, if he does everything to the best of his knowledge without trying to deceive, he'll probably be just fine. Um, is that a guarantee nobody will ever sue you? Absolutely not. Like I said, you can always be sued by anyone for anything. Doesn't mean you're going to lose, but you know, there's that. Uh, since it's something you can't control, why worry about it? I mean, do what you, do the best you can and then let it go. Uh, have some of that apple pie that you're saving uh, for when, uh, you know, your neighbor gets into a tiff with you. <laughs> well i'll tell you I, I don't know if that helped samantha and samuel but yeah, it was good advice nonetheless that's not much you can say other than you do the best you can right that's yeah, all you can, that's do, all you can. do the right yeah. thing right now and then yeah. you know let the rest worry about itself you got it you got it all right randy uh frankie is writing in she says uh her husband and uh, and her are buying a home in the they're in the inspection uh, it's saying it needs a new roof the seller says, and this uh, Chuck is going to be a little bit for you here to chime in. Seller says he's giving them $5,000 at closing to help with the cost of the roof. The agent says that's not necessarily legal, but uh, Frankie is saying, I don't understand what, why it's wrong. So Frankie and her hubby buying a home needs a new roof. And the uh, seller is saying, instead of putting a new roof on, he'll give them 5000 at closing to help with the roof. Well, I, it, you can't do that. No, you can't just give them $5,000 at closing. Uh, what you can do um, uh, is reduce the price of the property. Um, here, here, here's a couple problems with that. The, the first problem is, is if, you know, it's an opinion if, if, if they need a new roof or not, if the appraiser comes out and says they need a new roof, then that when it becomes a lending issue, if they don't do that, then it's not a lending issue. So um, that it just opens up a whole can of worms when you say you need a new roof on something. And, you know, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mike, FHA do not like that. You know, uh, uh, they just don't want to be a part of that. So it, it make a, what, what I would suggest they do in that situation is just take it off of the purchase price of the property or you, I, I don't, I don't know really much of a, another option unless there's well, a let, me, let me propose something. Then I'm going to go to Chuck, uh, Randy. What if you were to contract with a roofer and I know we get into a gray area here you contract with a roofer, you pay the roofer, a reputable roofer to replace the roof. And you've paid, we furnish a paid receipt that goes on the closing disclosure. Yes, that, Does that that, that's your, a great point. 
Okay. Yes, that that would work. Just that would work fine. The problem is again, mm-hmm. is what I said earlier, yeah. and I don't need to repeat that. Yeah, but I, I got you. Yes, yeah. that 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 would be a way you could absolutely do that, where they is paying the roofer, and then before the closing, or really after the closing, they could they could put the roof on. Yeah, Chuck, to speak to the legal issue of why handing money from the seller to the buyer at a closing is uh, not proper. What's the legal okay. ramification? Well, first reason is it's a felony. Uh, so you probably don't want to be involved. In no. And the, and the reason <laughs> it's a felony, is, but people hear you say felony, reason, but why is it a felony? Okay. Because uh, the contract is the contract. The loan is based on the contract. Uh, because of what Randy said, where the lender is not going to loan you money knowing that uh, the roof sucks. Uh, so they're not going to just let you go through with that. So if it's in the contract uh, that the roof needs repaired or the appraisal comes back that says the roof needs repaired, great. You'll repair it. You'll pay it at closing. There'll be a bill for a service performed. Pay that all day long. The thing is, uh, what people are trying to do is they're trying to get around what the bank is doing. They're trying to say, okay, well, bank won't let me do this. Okay. They, they won't let the seller give me five grand to put on a new roof afterwards. So we're just going to do it anyhow. Well, right. you've signed about a dozen documents that said all the numbers are the numbers. That's it. Okay. The settlement statement, right. this is the, these are the numbers. That's all there is. Uh, you've signed a bunch of documents saying this is the contract. That's all there is. So now if one party decides to give the other party money back afterwards, it's technically loan fraud. Yes, you're 100% correct. Now, is it, it was, and you know, I should know this, but I've just not had this happen very often. Is it okay for them? It is okay for them to pay for the roof. If there's a bill to be paid, if there is a bill to be paid, work was done. Here's a bill generated for that work. Uh, and they do it every mortgage company. Yeah, pretty much every yeah. mortgage company I know uh, will allow that. What mm-hmm. we're yes. running into always is, oh, hey, the guy's going to come out there in a week or two after closing, so we just want to give him X amount of money. Okay, well, that's one story. Uh, it also might be that you raised the purchase price to generate a little extra funds, and some of that's floating back to the buyer. That's what uh, uh, you know. Loan the, fraud. The, yeah. Yeah, the mortgage police are looking at. So they've set up the documents that say, hey, um, this is the transaction. This is what you have. This is your liability. This is what's going to be owed. Uh, The loan is based on the the quality of the house. So if you know that there's a hole in the roof that needs fixed, uh, that means that the property probably isn't going to secure that loan. Right. I mean, there's just there's like a dozen different things that uh, that you sign off on uh, that say you're not going to do. this. So just real quickly, as we wrap up here, is it punishable by just fines? Is it worse than a fine? It's 30 years in club fed or a million dollars in fines. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. 30 years in jail for handing over five. It's up to. It's up to 30 years in jail or a million dollars in fines. Uh, Now, is that what it goes up to? Probably not, because Mm -hmm. in my opinion, mortgage fraud is the redheaded stepchild of lesser. 
included. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is to say, when you get pulled over by a cop for speeding, yeah. you'll probably get a couple other charges in there. They call those lesser included. Your mm-hmm. taillight was out, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so if you've been committing some kind of uh theft uh, or whatever, uh, chances are there's mortgage fraud involved. Let's take a particular uh, prior president's attorney's scenario where Mm -hmm. he did a refinance on his personal residence to maybe pay an entertainer uh, $130,000. Well, on the forms that he filled out, uh, he said, no, this is for home improvement. Okay. That's Mm -hmm. mortgage fraud. Okay, and as as one would expect, it was uh, there were a couple counts of mortgage fraud as lesser included in all of this gentleman's tales of woe with Club Fed. Got it. Interesting. So, folks, you heard it, and uh, not you don't want to be going there. That's obvious. All right, we we are out of time. (laughs) My thanks to Chuck Crosby of the Crosby Law Offices. Does a great job. You can reach Chuck at four nine nine. 6360. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. You can reach Randy and get a great job on loans at 645-0736. And we're continually looking for homes to list and sell. Uh, we sell a lot of them. You can reach me, 376-5483, Bob Sekoler. You can also see some of the reviews. We've got LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. Guys, thanks for being here. We are out of time. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.